Hey there, and welcome to The Best You Nation. We're excited for you, and we hope that this podcast will help you grow, optimize your 24 hours in a day, and help you live elevated. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go. What's up, guys? It's Finn Adler and Bailey on the Best You Nation for a brand new episode. I'm here in Georgia today with Bailey live right here in Brazil. Hi, Bailey. Hey, Adler. And we are here today recording another episode for you amazing people. Bailey, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be on here. I've heard too. a lot about it. <laughs> now I get to be a guest on it. <laughs> That's right. It's how we do it. And you can always, you know, reach us if you just ask Siri or Alexa. That's mm-hmm. right. You just can. in case. In case anybody didn't know, Siri, my, my homegirl still Siri, and my other homegirl Alexa. We're like this. All right. So it's all tight. you have to do is say it like this, like a family, a unit. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is ask them to play the best you nation. The boys Finn and will pop up. That's right. Well, it's amazing to be out here today. First of all, drove up to Georgia and left 55 degree Florida to come to 40 or what is it now? Like 53 degrees. Right now, right now it's in the mid fifties. It was cold yesterday, very cold. And I'm just grateful to be up here. First of all, first part of my trip, my vacation for the year, it's cold, it's chilly. Um, and I'm going backpacking in the Smoky Mountains uh, and I've got a lot of people asking me, why am I doing it? And honestly, I don't think I'm ready for it. Um, Go for it. No, I was just gonna say that most importantly, you're gonna record every moment and you're gonna vlog it. And then Mm -hmm. I believe if we have enough people to give you the motivation, you will take that video, the vlog of you conquering nature in the frigid cold, you one man by himself. He's not by himself. I have to correct you again. I'm with I'm gonna be with somebody else. And, and then put it on YouTube and then we're gonna put it on our page and then we're gonna just live vicariously through absolutely it's a legend, Finn Foster. Stop. But for real though, I'm excited, man. Like Bailey, I don't know if you've ever done this before. Like it's cold here. You're you were born and raised in Florida. Mm-hmm. We went to school together for a short period of time before you moved up here and I moved out to Orlando. Um Life is crazy. Life is crazy. And, you know, it's crazy now that we're sitting here doing this podcast and it just dawned upon me on the drive up here. I'm like, dude, we got to totally do this podcast, totally do this podcast with Bailey. Cause Bailey, <laughs> for all y'all who don't know, Bailey is one of the most positive people I know. And Aww. she has such a warm heart for people. She loves people for just every reason. You could come from a walk of life where it's not acceptable to some but she will embrace the parts of you and who you are that is warm and light that might not be seen by others. So I just want to say that's awesome <laughs> that we get to do this with you today because you were one of the first people that I ever encountered during high school where I actually felt like you shined a light on my, like of who I am as a person. Cause I was really nervous. I was like scared of high school girls and all that other good stuff. And you just like sitting in geometry class, just like, Hey, you, we're having a party at our house this weekend. <laughs> you need to come over. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. Woo. But um, that's when you just kind of nod, you nod quietly. It's like, makes sense. I have nothing to do with my life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
You're like, of course I want to go. Of course. Exactly. Sure, whatever. Yeah, I'll just ditch my friends. Yeah, whatever. So, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Um, I think we're talking about, wait for it, wait for it, patience. I like how you do that. <laughs> that was good. You're like, what, what am I waiting for? Come on. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, patience in reference to what Finn? in reference to success right yeah yeah so when we use that big word patience first of all i just want to point out it's very simple but it's also a very long word just want to point that out um patience is essential in order to reach success because you're going to have your good days your bad days and patience is going to get you through those bad days um, unfortunately, we live in the world where we want things now, instantly, right? We have the Amazon Primes of the world, so that way we can get it two days prior before anyone else. So we have the, uh, I, I don't know, Express Mail, because you know, we want something to come to us faster or you know, whatever. Um, so many different things that we just want now. And success is not one of those things that uh, it just happens overnight. It's something that's it's going to be a long, 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 tired, fortuitous effort. It's all of it, all of it wrapped into one. And uh, you know, whenever somebody says like somebody's an overnight success, people rarely see the work, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the sacrifice and patience that the person had to uh, exhibit in order just to be in that position for you to say, oh, overnight success. For sure. You know, there's something that I want to highlight and I highlight a lot of stuff, but Bailey, you are a creative mastermind. Like you <laughs> are beyond, like, I, I'm, I'm just going to like brag on you right now because <laughs> you are a photographer. She does wedding photography, right? Is that mm -hmm. wedding photography? And I would love for you to elaborate on that because it's not something everybody doesn't have that talent to pick up a camera. I could take an iPhone and take a portrait mode photo, or whatever. And that's, I think that's great. But the detail and the creativity that goes into it it's a it's a masterpiece you can paint. yes can i just i just want to add something bailey please tell the people how to reach you just in case that they want to use you for a wedding or photography or anything like that Ooh, we do have some handle. listeners we okay. do have some listeners that actually are in georgia and they might need your services so so you can reach me on instagram my handle is bailey b-a-i-l-e-y crying brink my really hard last name Crime Ring, K-R-E-I-N-B-R-I-N-K, photography. Oh. Or you can do that same handle at gmail.com. There, there you go. have it, guys. You guys have a photographer in your back pocket. Finn, please. I, I would love it. to take pictures of your wedding. <laughs> well, I would definitely say I would definitely recommend it. If I get married one day, when the time comes, I'm reaching out to you. I don't get to be your best oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> My best man. First of all, I'm the Did best I take and first I am a man. No, no, no. I'm, I am best and I am a man. Best little man. Oh, whoa, man. Well, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> well, I guess then I guess I can't have you as my photographer. Then we have to find an alternative. 
We'll think, figure it out. Does Maddie do mm-hmm. photography? Okay. I have second photographers. There you go. So she's got a team. Mm-hmm. I keep telling her. So this is literally a success story right here. Bailey, mm-hmm. I've told you, I've talked to your parents about this. Like, you know, <clears throat> being patient, going out there and learning this. Did you learn photography overnight or did this, is this something that you are still constantly learning? Like as you're doing different events, because each event, not everyone's going to have some cowboy, cowgirl kind of event. Some aren't going to be classy and dressed up. Some are going to be little wacky, little funky, normal. I, I don't know. Like I, when you're in the mode, are you finding that you're learning all the time or are you just going back to the fundamentals in your life as far as learning the first stepping stones of photography? Like just to use this as, as an example, because <clears throat> you're, I'm sure you look and critique your own stuff. <laughs> of course. All the time. And I can imagine that you look back at your first photos, the first photo shoots you've done to now where you are now, which by the way is a professional, like legit professional. So when you look at that, how would you describe, how would you say being patient has, um, I'm trying to come up with a question, like how has your patience or the learning um, factors of your journey with that been? Um, so the bro- question you're trying to ask is in terms of, in, um, <laughs> In reference to your success, how much of a factor was patience in your journey? I think that, well, start off, I think you're always learning and evolving. You're never going to stop doing that, no matter what you're doing in a career, in life, anything. Hashtag best you. Hashtag best you. (laughs) But I don't think there ever is like a best version of you because you're always changing. Like it may be your best version at that moment. But you're never going to just always be the same. So maybe you're best for that time being. And I think for photography, like when I started, I was best for that time being because that's what I knew. That's the knowledge I had. And that's the skill set I had. But now it's totally different from where it started. And every single wedding I go to, every engagement, every event, every lifestyle photo shoot is I'm, I'm always learning. I'm always going into it saying what's going to be new today and how can I try to adapt to that? And I think there is patience in it. In my first wedding I ever did, I was terrified. <laughs> I was, I had never been to a wedding in my like teen years and now where I am. And it was my first wedding I'd ever really seen. So I was going off of what I knew. I can't believe that couple trusted me, but I'm so grateful that they did. <laughs> and they're so happy with their wedding pictures. But I, it's crazy to see that how terrified I was going into that day and had patience to learn what was going on during that time to now take it to where it is today. And I was telling him like in the last three months, I've had nine weddings and it's crazy especially during COVID because a lot of wedding photographers have been on halt or a lot have been struggling during this time. And like my business just picked up. It was booming during this time, but I had patience to get there. This is five years in the making. So I started off as a lifestyle photographer and I needed to make some money to pay for my little mess up freshman year of college. And now I have made it into a business that could be full-time if I chose to do so. And I keep telling her that she needs to do it. I'm telling you, and that's <laughs> that's why 
being patient. You know, there are times I'm sure you've been frustrated with a situation or you didn't understand something like, give me a camera. I ain't going to know it. nothing about it, nothing <laughs> about what to do with it. But you have developed an algorithm for your own self where you can adapt to situations, like you said, but that all comes with being patient. It comes with being willing to like Adler, I believe you said something earlier off air is the, uh, the presentation of an opportunity instead of it actually just asking for what you want, like being asking for patience. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the one that was a quote. That was a quote from Morgan Freeman, actually. So, um, it, it, the saying was like, whenever you ask God for something, God doesn't just magically just like Boop, here, this is yours. He gives you, he presents you with an opportunity to test yourself. So if you say, Hey God, give me patience. He's not going to just give you magic patience. You, you're going to be put in a position, put in a situation where you're forced to be patient. Mm. And, you know, God, help me with my anxiety. Anxiety is not going to just go away. You're going to be put in a, a position, a situation where you have no choice but to deal with the anxiety. Uh, help me to love my family more. You're going to be put in a position to love them versus, oh, I magically love my husband more just because he takes out the trash and stuff like that. No, that's not going to be the way he's going to get you. He's going to be like, all right, your husband gets, you know, chronically ill and he's at the hospital and he needs somebody to be there. Now you're presented with like, how am I going to love him? How am I going to love him to the best of my ability and continue loving him and continue supporting him? So the same thing with patience. Um, Patience is one of those things where uh, (laughs) they always say, don't ever ask God for patience because then, you know, like I just think of the book of Job <laughs> and how long he had to like wait just to, for his life to go. Like, he was literally back around. Death. Job was at death, practically gonna die. All his, all his kids died. He got divorced. He lost his house. He lost his job. He lost his friends. He had lesions on his body. Had, whoa! <laughs> at what point enough? Hey, tap out. You win. But he was presented with a, a moment of patience. And I think he probably only spoke out once. He's just like, what did I do? And then God had to set up straight. Like, oh, were you there when I created the sky, the earth? The, the, were, were you there? Oh, that's right. I know stuff. I, I, I run this. But because you have been faithful and you stuck it out and you've been patient in every step of the way, I'm going to bless you. That's right. That's right. And that's why I feel like people see what you're doing with your business and what you've been doing as an art. It's something that people carry on forever. I mean, those wedding photos, they go into a, bi- uh, not a binder, but like a book an that's an album, an album, thank <clears> you, um, that they got to look back on. I mean, 20 years from down the road, those people are going to be like, this one sweet girl named Bailey, first time ever, probably nervous as heck, mm-hmm. did our photography, but my God, they're so great because you are passionate about it. You're passionate and you're patient and you are you have a master mind of creativity. I keep saying that because there's a cycle that a lot of us as humans, we go through it. And I wrote this down. It's in the impatient cycle. Now I know we're talking about being patient, but there's it, there's room to highlight impatience because more people find themselves being impatient and never really establish the concept of patience because they get to this part of their journey where there's a roadblock. It's kind of like an exit on an interstate. Um, and it says, de- there's a sign that says a detour. You can get frustrated, mad, upset about it, whatever. And 
you are now cycling into a part of your brain where now you're going to drive crazier, a little bit more rougher. I've seen it. I've watched people do it. I've watched my dad do it once. Not like not, not a bad thing, but he kind of got upset. The fact that we were going to this exit now prolonged our time. It prolonged our time to get to our destination. One of the things that I live by is that your journey will change, but your destination does not. And so um, being patient allows you to think straight, allows you to process things better. Um, and it gives you the opportunity, to, as you said, to present itself where you are developing <clears throat> instead of it just being handed to you. Um, I find that in my own journey, in my own life, I was a very impatient person. Um, we talked about instant gratification a little bit ago. And I think instant gratification is so common amongst the younger people, which is why you see a lot of children disrespecting their parents. You see a lot of kids not wanting to go through school. You see a lot of people who are not wanting to be motivated or choose to not be motivated by their circumstances because they are wanting everything now. I want my diploma now. I want to have a car now. I want to have this now. They want to grow up They want to soon. Exactly. But, you know, one of the things that... Um, That's one of my biggest mistakes growing up. Too fast? No, just growing up here. I don't think it's a mistake. I mean, I think that's just part of... Bro, it was so much easier. Think about it. I got up. I didn't have to go to work. I went to school. I talked. I had fun. I made I mingled with friends. Then I came home. I did homework. Then I played with toys, played with video games. I had to worry about nothing. I had no concept of time. Like now, all I as an adult, all I do is worry about. Gosh, I don't know if I have enough time. You and took that's it. Like I literally. Yeah, I literally am just like, oh man, I, I don't think I have enough time. <laughs> Like that's, that's my biggest battle, like on a day-to-day basis. Like, all right, I can do this, 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 and I'm going to have to leave off this like constantly. But back in the day, I always had enough time. Mm -hmm. That's true. But I think also you probably view time differently now. Mm -hmm. Like you prioritize different things. Whereas if you still prioritize the same things as before, you may, your may, your life may look a little bit different. You mean to tell me that my endless hours of Madden and playing video games didn't contribute to like who I am as an individual? Yeah, today? come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it does. But I also think that enjoying time with your friends and talking to an array of different people and learning new things every day is awesome. Like I think, I think that older people tend to lose creativity and the fun out of life because we start to focus on we start to focus on work and the priorities and responsibilities that the world throws at you and you start to forget the things that you really enjoy and those things that you really enjoy actually develop your character and who you are but it's true. we I don't have that. the <laughs> we don't have the patience Preach, to Preach. we don't have the patience to um learn how to find balance we just dive head first into something without trying to prioritize things that are actually really important to us we realize our priorities when it's too late i'll be the first one to admit that i am definitely a big huge offender of that because and i i really gotta catch myself because like i'm i'm the type of person if you let me i will work you know five six days out of the week i will not talk to anybody and I will continue just focusing on whatever goal that I have, like mm-hmm. that's down the line. And then I found I found myself missing out on birthday parties, dinners, um, events, experiences where they're like, "Hey, do you remember the time?" Nah, I, I wasn't there. Uh, I was 
you know, doing stuff, which I think, again, it's a balance because you, you, uh, there's two ends of the spectrum. You have the ones that like, all right, hey, I don't want to miss out on anything. You have this FOMO and they just put everything in their life in a back burner because they're afraid of missing out. And then you have like on the other side, it's just like, hey, I'm missing out on key pivotal moments and not making like the essential connections that I need to do with human beings. Mm-hmm. But I'm also really successful in my job. Like, <laughs> so it's that that balance somewhere down somewhere around here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have to find the, you have to find the balance where you're being successful, but you're also enjoying the parts of your life that make you you. And that's so hard. I have it is so it's little balance right now. It's crazy. So I am a fender of that and an offender of that too. But Me too. I know what I want, and so I'm trying to mold my life into that but I think it's hard to recognize that you're doing it because you want to be the best at whatever you're doing and sometimes being the best at whatever you're doing takes a lot of your time and then you're exhausted afterwards but I think it's the in I love the fact this is great I love this because (laughs) it taps into something that um is super crucial number one it's I like to use this analogy with the younger adults and that is you can't force a plant to grow a plant is a plant, but a plant started off as a seed, but it required sunshine and water in the right place, the right kind of nourishing. And just like you're saying, you and Adler are saying is the concept of finding that balance between work, not overworking um, and not having too much fun, because now if you have too much fun, then you're not focused on your priorities at school or your, your, um, oh, your job. Or your Make job. time for it. <laughs> But it's the same concept though, like with a plant, you, if you overwater a, a seed, you're going to flood the seed. The seed's not going to grow. Mm-hmm. If you put the seed out and water it and don't have enough sunlight, you're not going to produce anything. So that balance within patience, as far as plants, we want that plant to grow, right? We want that seed to pop through the, the dirt, the level of dirt, whatever. It's like, bloop, it's done. It grows up. And that is how our life resembles itself because a plant is resilient when it busts through the soil to grow. It sees the first day of light and it just sprouts out and is just blossoming. And when you think about our journey, it's the same way. You have to become resilient in this situation. Going to school to be a nurse Adler, I, I can only imagine I I'm, I'm can't wait. But then again, at the same time, I can already tell you, people are telling me you're going to really, really be tested but you've got to be patient with the process. You've got to, we work out photography, the best you nation, 24 hours in a day, being a travel nurse, being patient with people. It requires you to find that level of balance and understanding to the point that you don't allow the frustrations to force you to quit because you will quit when you become frustrated. You will find yourself trying to change the direction because you're not comfortable with where you're at at the very time. So I don't know. I just feel like the whole concept of balance and patience and you really can't, when you want something to be productive or, um, sorry guys, uh, (laughs) sounds in the background. It's great. That is the sound of a bird out in the middle of the Georgia forest. It's the sound of water going through a pipe. Just <laughs> <laughs> have to make it up as we go. But okay, so I'm, I'm I like your analogy, and we had discussed this off air. Bailey kind of helped me clean it up. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna give it a shot. Let's do this. So patience. 
it's kind of like a swimming pool, right? You know, in the very beginning part of your long journey to success, you know, it's shallow, so it's easy to walk and your feet can touch the ground. So you, it's easy to trust. You have no doubt. But the further you travel and the, the longer the journey becomes, the deeper the pool goes. And one, you have to have faith and you also have to have patience. And, you know, in that part of the pool, that's where your insecurities creep in. That's when you hear the negative things that um, all the um, people outside of you, like your friends, like your family, your haters, all of them, you get to hear all their influences. And that's where you get to be victim to circumstance. You know, COVID-19 pushed me back on my goals and I have to be a little bit more patient. There's, I have a, a, a close, close friend of mine. He is in the process of doing an interview and it's going to be a game changer. I don't want to like put out his, his business like that. I won't drop his name, um, but he listens. Um, I'm proud of you, by the way. Uh, he has to wait to join um, this company like six, seven months has been pushed back because of COVID. And he needs to do like basic, like basic training and like get into the academy and stuff. So it's, he, he has to wait longer. And I'm just like, hey, he's handling like a champ. He's, you know, keeping himself busy. The only thing is like, he it kind of halts his life. He can't move. He can't like, he can't do much. He has to kind of just stay around the area and figure out like when he's able to, you know, continue. Um, but that deep end, your patience is tested and you have to just continue being consistent and finding a way to become patient, you know, whether it be to distract yourself or just to, you know, break down the journey into smaller steps, you have to find ways to, you know, help you develop that patience so that way you can be successful in the long run. Adler, do you think that patience is found through doing things or patience is a part of your natural born character me uh like me myself personally yeah what do you think patience patience is not my best friend like i'm probably one of the in, most impatient people like you'll ever meet i just don't you you can't tell but on the inside i'm like beating myself up like you do like all right for example um, when I think it was 2016, I was about 218 pounds. I said, all right, I want to lose weight. I was internally frustrated because I was just like, I should, I, I work this hard. I eat this and I do this and I'm fixated on this. And how come I'm not getting the results fast enough? I want my results faster. Why is this not happening? Da, 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 da. And I'm, I'm obsessive with it. All the while, other people are like, you know, Hey, you know, you lost weight. You put on some muscle. Congratulations. Instead of like, enjoying the journey i was trying to rush to the finish line mm. and then once i kind of shift the perspective and i said you know what let me enjoy the struggle this is a beautiful struggle it is what it is i'm going to go through it and then hopefully i come out as a different person in the end and once i kind of fell in love with like the journey it was just like okay i can i can do this and like i found that i could translate it to other aspects of my life as well with school like, all right, I don't, I don't need to finish it before anybody else. I don't need to be the first person in my family to graduate, like with a master's degree or something like that. I, I don't need to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm basically attempting to improve myself, but I will do it at my own time, at my own pace. I'm not gonna rush because I, I feel like I should be rushed. Like I'm 30, people tell me I should be married. I'm like, eh, 
maybe I could be, but you know, that's not God's time for me yet. So I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait and eventually it'll happen. So you kind of have to fall in love with the journey in order to develop patience. Mm. Now, I'm still very much impatient still, regardless, like I'll be honest with you, but I, I have a, a, an appreciation to the journey and the steps it takes. What do you think? Do you think, you that, think? do you think that you were born with patience or do you think you've learned it throughout time? I'm gonna be the first to say that I was not, I don't think I was born with it. Um, I think it is like a muscle. You have to consistently work at it. And in order for it to grow, you have to do work. And I think patience is a muscle that we, if you don't work out that patience in your life, if you don't allow yourself to practice it or develop it, you're always going to be impatient as just part of the, the development of being human. It's part of being able to. So you see people, a lot of people are impatient. Why? Because they haven't developed that muscle. Um, they would rather just say, look at me, I have a muscle instead of saying, look at the the core, look at the beefness of my muscle, I guess. Do you, do you think that's, sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Do you, do you think that's because they have not been shown how to hone in on that or that they have not been, they don't have an example to be able to try to replicate? I think both. I would say that for one, you know, we learn from our parents. We learn from people we're around. You know, we become what we surround ourselves with. You know, um, Adler and I podcast for a reason because we have similar viewpoints on things. Some things we don't, which is fine, but we can sit there and we both have a mission and a goal. But you rub off of that, those people around you and those that you learn from your positive energy is welcoming to everybody. I enjoy, it's like, you know, I look forward to being around you and getting that dosage of positivity <laughs> and vice versa, giving it back off to you because that's what people do when you're interacting with people. Interpersonal relationships are super crucial. If people are not patient and they're around people that are not sure what that is, you naturally are gonna learn what that person is already doing. Like a child, watches their mom and dad. If your dad or your mom um, play video games all day, which I'm sure they don't, but if they did, you're going to develop that. Like you're going to be like, Oh, let's just play Xbox all day. Or if your parents, um, you learn routine. And if they don't have the concept of being patient growing up or even through adulthood, because a lot of people still to this time in their adulthood, they don't have it. That factor right there plays into it as well as, some people don't have the experience. They don't have the opportunity, as Adler said earlier, that they were able to experience to show how to be patient or to learn to be patient. So I think for people, if they're, if they're willing to accept the opportunity to be patient, I think that if they can't learn it from others or people that they're around or born with, so to speak, they can learn it from what encounters they have in life. Cause that's really how I developed it. Like I, my parents are very patient, but I wasn't going to learn cause I was rejective of all that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to listen to my parents. I didn't care what they had to say over the years though. I realized that being patient with people, um, it helps you love people better. It makes you more aware of the relationships you have. It makes you more um, conscious of your purpose and your passion and the balancing of life. 
Um, I just love, this is my last, like my last final point is that the Bible, if you look, look at first Corinthians 13, that first part of the verse that says, you know, love is, love is patient. Love is kind. The first word that is described for love is patient. That hits me home because I didn't know how to love. So in order for me to have learned to be patient, I've had to learn to love. So I always was lacking an aspect of my life because I wasn't, I hadn't had the experiences or I wasn't wanting to learn them, so to speak. So, do you, yeah. Do you think that, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, when do you think was the, when is your first memory of being patient? Do you have one that really stands out in your head of like, this is, this is the turning point for where I remember how to be patient? When I started mentoring. When I started mentoring young kids who were adopted, I felt that was the biggest point because I was there, but I would get frustrated because I wanted them, I wanted them to like, it's like when you do a school project. Uh, you want the group to do the project the same way that you want to because we're human. We want mm -hmm. them like, okay, do it my way. But teaching kids who are development developmentally not on track yet, and I'm not saying they're off track, they just haven't chose to make that switch where they're like, okay, this is rational or this is, irrational they haven't been they haven't been shown how to do it correct yeah it frustrated it was frustrating so i had to learn to lead them and teach them through love because they weren't going to do it overnight overnight success for example now and tell the listeners when this was happening when this was happening yeah how when old are you start, when did you start mentoring I'm going to say like really like 16, 17. I know it sounds crazy, but 16, 17 years old, I was always like sending stuff or I was talking to the younger kids that I was around at church or something. Like I, I would find my way to do that. That's why now at this point in my life, I had two boys, for example, both from Ethiopia. This was 2000 and what, 18, 2018 into this last past year, 2019. One of them is in the army. Now he's jumping out of aircrafts. And he's in airborne school while his brother is in acting school and performing arts school in North Carolina. And these are perfectly good planes. He's jumping out of, by the way, America. Go ahead. Yes. Perfectly good planes. Perfectly good planes. There's nothing wrong with it. You just volunteers just jump out. And the parachute works every time. <laughs> but these boys were supposedly not going to make it. They couldn't speak a lick of English when they came from Ethiopia, both from two different tribes and their success stories. And I know I'm, it's not because of me. It's because they were willing to choose the opportunity to learn, get frustrated, but pick back up and do it again. Pick up what was put down and do it again until they finally realized like one of them didn't want to go to the army. He did not want to go to the army. Philmon did not want to go. He was like, ah, but he woke up and realized like my big bro Finn did it. He tried, he had the opportunity to do it. It wasn't meant for him, but I'm going to go do this because I think this is what I want to do. And he had to go through a lot of training, extensive training prior to basic training because he, he, his English wasn't, he only took the ASVAB, his English wasn't the greatest. Yeah. But the kid took 14 weeks. He had 16 weeks. He took as long as he wanted. He could have done the test in week three if he wanted to, but he took every single week to make sure that by the time he was done, he was going to pass that ASVAB so he could do the job that he wanted to do. And that's exactly where he's at. He's doing exactly what he wants. He's enjoying the travel. As a matter of fact, he's coming up for the holidays and Christmas, so I'll probably will see him. So Good. pretty neat. But what about yeah. you? I want to throw the question at Bailey because <laughs> yeah. Bailey just provoked our thoughts like crazy. <laughs> um, 
when was it in your life that you experienced that your first like channeling in to patients or did you feel like you already had it or do you feel like you it was like an exposure to you like oh my gosh this is what patience is like or how would you describe where were what was that in your it's, life it's called the aha moment aha. Aha. <laughs> it's like opening a coca-cola and then it's like sizzles <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly oh my gosh i know what to do it makes sense how did i not see this all along yeah um well, that's why I was asking that question. It's funny that you asked it because I feel like I've had patience my entire life. Like I don't remember a time where I was not patient. And maybe it was because of my upbringing. Like my parents are very patient people and they want you to learn. They want you to grow. They want you to try new things and they want to love you. And not just me, not just my sister, but our friends, family, random strangers too. And so I think that I grew up in an environment. I was blessed to, I'm blessed to have been still growing up in an environment where I am around patient people. And I know that like, it's weird because patience seems so easy to me. Like, I think a lot of people think it's really difficult and challenging, but that's probably one of like the easiest character traits for me. <laughs> to be able to embody <laughs> I I love I guess I've heard this be, I've heard this before people say this that I love people through having patience because I think the way to get to know someone is through having patience of waiting for them to start to ch share their lives with you and to let them be who they are and sometimes letting people be who they are is having to be patient with who they are and being honest with them. What were you about I to say? I can tell you this much. I can tell you this much. I think that if patience is your best quality, then you're going to make one heck of a mom at some point in your life. And I'm not wishing to find it anytime soon. I'm just saying at, at some point in your life, you're going to be fantastic because it's going to be like, ah, there he did it again. But you know, Hey, we're going to figure this out. We're going to sit here. Like, like, if I was your husband, yeah, I'd be like, you know spouse. what? Hey, You're a patient wife too. I swear, I swear, like if if I was if I was a husband and I heard that, I'm like, oh, God, I'm frustrated. But I mean, if she's cool, then I guess I can stomach it a little longer. Like, just, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll figure this out. <laughs> but the moment you break, I'm crashing. <laughs> <laughs> I break too. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't crash. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Maybe we can just jump out of those planes that are good to jump out of. Exactly, parachutes that work. You know what? Or you could stay on the ground. It's nice. It's nice here. No, you gotta live There's, life with no out of fear. No, but we're gonna do it for my grandma's 80th birthday. That's her bucket list. You're gonna take your 80 year old grandmother <laughs> yep. voluntarily somewhere uh, up there and jump out of a. <laughs> yeah, I'm just as terrified, and <laughs> I am I am terrified of heights, Everybody. but. I have this like. Record this. <laughs> You're gonna have to record. This. <laughs> You're gonna have to literally like. Oh, oh no, guys. we are. We're oh, buying the photography out. package and the video. We're gonna strap a GoPro on her face. I have a GoPro. I will give you the GoPro, and you just keep your eyes on her at all times. There's a catcher right here. I have oh yes. Right She's gonna be like. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it's on her bucket list. Like she has on her bucket list. Oh my lady. god. I want to skydive. So wow. Christmas, Let's see we'll what we're skydiving. Yeah. Oh, 
Could you imagine if, eight years old jumping out of a plane, dude? I can't even think about that. If my grandmother even well, my grandmother I, tried that, I wouldn't let her. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do my, it. My grandpa freaked out when we told him I'll, that it was happening, and so we're <laughs> that it still happens. But she really wants to. Like that's that is really like her last side thing. Dad's side. My dad's side. It's like her last thing that she really wants to do like she just pictures it in her head as doing so last year oh no two years ago she um parasailed for the first time and she went on the longest zip line over water in the caribbean and so like the longest zip line over water in the world so your so, grandmother's the most interesting human being in all the whole world she's like <laughs> 79 and i don't care one hand like zip lining across like the pacific or <laughs> yeah my, my mama rocks She's awesome. She we'll would have, love this right now. We'll have to get her on the podcast after she does her. Uh, I would love to talk to about her. overcoming your fear. I want that. Doing stuff that you love. Like, you only live once. Like, YOLO. I feel like she needs to, um, yeah, literally YOLO. And I, I, would, I would ask her the, hey, so after 79 years of age, what, like, snapped in your brain to say, hey, I'm going to jump out of a perfectly mint-conditioned plane <laughs> that has nothing wrong with it. With only this backpack, and trust that this backpack, when I pull this string here, that it's just gonna, and I'm gonna. You land can stop. ask her, but what I think she's gonna tell you is she realized that her life, she still has life to live, and if she's going to live, why not live it to its fullest and not be scared? And there's and that nothing is wrong the with best being you scared. right there. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being scared you. as long as you conquer your fear. That's right. I will say this. I. First of all, in case anybody hasn't picked up yet, I don't like heights. I'm not a huge height person. Me either. So, so I don't like doing roller coasters and stuff like that simply mm -hmm. for that like that reason. However, I refuse to go out like a punk. I will try every single roller coaster at least once, just so that way when somebody tries me and says, "Hey, how do you know if you don't like it?" Oh, thank you for asking because I did it once and I hated it. Why do I feel like, do it again. I would be like, you probably pee his pants. Um, Make I sure I bring some patient diapers. I'll bring some diapers from the hospital hey, for you, bud. I did the Incredible Hulk and I did the Rockin' Roller Coaster in Universal. Oh, those are good. The one that goes, that 90, 90 degree one, the one that like your neck gets cricked back over here. And I hated everything. But guess what? I never have to go on it again. You want to know why? Because I got nothing to prove to you. I did it for myself. <laughs> So I have one for you. I do. I went to we went to um, Hollywood Studios. I think a couple weeks ago. Does this relate to patients? Yeah. I don't think so. I think we're just kind of talking about. It isn't. But I'm just honest. Like we need to do the um, Tower of Terror. Literally, you. It's terrifying. It really is terrifying. You're like yeah, the anticipation is. I think the worst part of it. Just <laughs> make sure you don't eat before you go. You're not going to throw up. Uh, I'm terrified of heights, like really terrified of heights, but I refuse to allow myself to live by my fear. So whatever I'm scared of, I just do it. And then I love it. Like there's never really been a time where I've done something. Actually, never has. There's never been a time where I've done something and that I was terrified of and not liked it afterwards. So but <laughs> what are you about to say? I want to. Ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap up, I just want to point out that we now know that Bailey is the nicest, most energetic person in the whole entire world. Green. She has patience, that of a god. And, and 
she conquers every single fear. She has no scaredy cat bone in her body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. That's, hey, that's all I needed to learn from this whole entire episode. <laughs> Wrap it up for us, Ben. <laughs> I actually have one question. Now that we talked about this, <laughs> do you guys want to come to Tennessee with me, guys, to the Smoky Mountains? Oh, unfortunately. I Dad would have love to. Because he has not done it because yet. Because he will always do something once. Oh. Yes, once. And it will not be in the cold where he's oh. going. So <laughs> you don't have to do something once is really what you're saying. No, no, no. I'll, hey, first of all, oh my gosh, we're trying to wrap this up. We, we'll talk about this later, but I'm not a huge fan of camping. If we're going camping, we got to camp in like, like like rocks like a rock star pretty much you don't want to have a rock and a piece of wood and make your own fire nah there's a thing called matches (laughs) and then it's like this and then there's a fire were you ever in boy scouts i was nope never was (laughs) he's part of the the man scouts that's why you bring a lighter with you he's not he's part of the glamping scouts (laughs) we get this and fire is now set. We're good to go, guys. Uh huh. Yeah, inside. <laughs> exactly. It's called the there's, inve- there's inventions in the world that were meant to make life easier, and I feel like if they're available, I'm gonna use them. That's it. Okay. It's like using a calculator. I fully agree with using them, but then there's also that part of you that's intrigued by not knowing how to make your own fire, not knowing how to I'm, cook your I'm own so food, excited. not knowing how to sanitize your own water by boiling in, yada, yada, yada. I'm so intrigued by I, this. I'm pretty sure that was part of like the, you know how we like Finn and I were, no, Finn and I were born without patience. You you found yours early at an early age. I had to learn. <laughs> um, I never had it, that whole drive to be like, hey, let's rough it. And then as I got older, it never came so i it is oh, one of those things maybe you'll be 80 years old when you decide to go out to the woods yeah. just I, will. Like I will i will i will you know what and that's, that's crazy because I, I i i would actually like to try um like the parasailing that that's actually something that is interesting and i do want to conquer my fear one day and jump out of a plane but if i jump out of a plane then i don't have to camp it's one or the other i can't have two like <laughs> two experiences that i'm just like all right i so completely uncomfortable it's one or the other it's camping in the frigid cold the tundra like you are mr finn uh, please stay warm um safe travels um and uh, or jumping out of a perfectly mint conditioned plane with a pilot that isn't like have any bodily injury or harm to him so everything's perfectly fine and i choose to just just face dive into like the planet yeah sure it's one or the other i can't do both I'm, that's that's it i just Eventually, before 40. That's my goal, before 40. So basically what we've learned is Adler's going to conquer his fears, even if it terrifies him. And be patient because because life is better when you're patient. You get to experience a fuller life. Mm -hmm. And love people with patience. Because you don't know what they're going through. And you don't know... You don't know how you can be of service until you try to be. Preach. Thank you. Thank you for closing out. Thank you for being here. Bailey, you're the bomb.com. <laughs> um, guys, follow us on um, The Best Nation um, on Instagram. You can follow me at uh, 
um, 24 hours a day, follow Finn at um, Stephen Finn Foster. Um, <laughs> follow me at <laughs> Bailey Cranbrink Photography or Bailey underscore Cranbrink. <laughs> Boom. All right. You're looking for the, the best uh, photographer in town. Um, <laughs> thank you guys. Have a blessed week. We hope you guys enjoy it. Peace. Thank Peace you for out. having me on here. Absolutely. <laughs> this is fun. Peace. Peace out, deuces. Bro. <laughs>